Hello, and welcome to this edition of Expressions. I'm your host, Sierra Tavares-Reyes. Um, today's topic, um, Gang Stalking Part 3, Tidbits. Um, so I'm doing another podcast uh, about gang stalking, and I know I, there are other things that I do want to talk about just to let you guys know, but I think it's very important that I um, express myself and show you guys exactly, you know, uh, as I learn day by day, um, what these perpetrators do and how they uh, try to engage people. And a couple of things that I did not mention before was I wanted to mention also that, as I stated before, these people can be anybody. Um, but one of the other things I, I did not mention in the previous podcast was that they can be Uber drivers, they can be bus drivers, they can be the count, the entire county county transit for the for the entire city that you live in that also may be contributing to this and I just wanted to say that um perpetrators are so very easy to identify like I I know who's who stalks me long before they know who I know that I am you know I automatically know I can look at somebody and I can tell you know and um Another thing, another way they will, tr- what, what they'll try to do, and if I didn't mention this before, is that they will say the following words. They will say to you, um, I know her, or I've seen you before somewhere, or you look just like somebody I know. When you hear that, that's a dead giveaway. And another dead giveaway is when they start talking about um, violence or crime, or they say, they may say something like, I'm a violent person, or you know, or something to that degree. That's also another dead giveaway. You know, in the first five minutes of someone's acquaintance, I don't want to, I mean, people come up to me all the time and it's like, they want to be buddy, buddy, like super fast. So they'll try to find something that they have in common with you to try to get on your good side and then try to, you know, um, make themselves into this quote unquote good person when they're actually not. They're going to start off being that way and then they're going to flip and they're going to turn on you. That's what they're going to do, you know. Um, But those are things that you definitely have to watch out for because, you know, I don't know people so well, you know. And to me, everyone is a perp. I'm sorry, you know, until I get to know you better. Everyone is a perp. That is what it is, you know, until I see for myself. But it's really hard, you know. But yeah, some people might start off being really nice and friendly and then they'll flip on you later on. You know, they they ask you personal questions and basically what they're doing is they're basically uh, digging for information. You know, Um, people who engage with me personally, I notice that they they always like to antagonize me. They like to make me angry. That's what they love to do. You know, Um, also these people can be you know head people it's always a head person and then it spreads out from the rest of that you know like for example if I was inside of a grocery store or something I was getting mistreated the managers already knew who I am you know they have the police will probably take pictures of me and post them in the in the uh the break room uh in the back um, on the wall and tell the manager the apartment manager excuse me the um, um grocery store manager that this person is on an investigation and to not tell them because it will interfere with the investigation what investigation this is just crazy to me what investigation am i under that i don't know that i'm being investigated for that to me just sounds totally bogus but they will go undercover and they will you know go they they will study you they will follow you 
um, that is what they will do. And another thing too, this is a, another common occurrence that happens a lot too. And I'm sure that this is the way they are trained. They are trained to tell you once you start figuring out what is going on with them, they're going to tell you that you're mentally ill. Okay. I have no mental illness at all whatsoever. I have, there is no diagnosis of anything, but I think they just say that as a tag word to try to piss me off or whatever, because that's, that's just what they do, you know? And I'm just immune to it. I'm already onto it. You know, it's the same stuff every day, the same stuff. If it's not somebody outside with their, uh, with their lights on or someone driving around in a black SUV, which is, I guess the color that they are trying to sensitize me to is black for some reason, but I just really don't care at this point. I really let them do whatever they want to do. Or if it's someone walking past me yelling and screaming and all that other stuff, because they're going to keep going to get your attention. You know, they're going to compliment you. They're going to, they have to say something to you. They just cannot walk by and not say nothing. They're all about attention and they, they're, they're going to uh, find out exactly what triggers you or what makes you upset or what makes you angry. At least, at least that's in my case. So after a while of dealing with this on you know, you just, you just become numb. You just become faded. You just get used to it because you, you see it so much. You see the same stuff happening over and over and over again. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I became a targeted individual in 2016. Um, and it may have happened uh, before I even realized what was going on, but I never really paid any attention to it. Just like I'm really not paying, paying any attention to it now because it's just like, I'm, I'm just so over it already. And it's, it's just crazy. You know, you're getting paid, you know, in hundred dollar gift cards to basically harass somebody, annoy them and, and piss them off. That's what you're getting paid to do. In exchange, they're going to say, okay, well, here's a hundred dollar gift card. You did a great job. You know, so some of these people, um, it's like, this is a job for them. And they're not looking at, they're not looking at, the stuff that they're doing wrong to you. They have no guilt. They have no remorse. All they can see is dollar signs. Okay. I'm, I'm getting paid to target you. I'm getting paid to harass you. This is what I'm doing. I don't care about your feelings at this point. It doesn't matter. But that is how they operate. Um, and gang stalkers will also um, try to occupy your time. They're going to also um, basically uh, try to stop you from getting ahead. You know, that is another thing that they will also do. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, well, if you have this much time on your hands, you know, surely you're not having a good life. I don't have the time to follow somebody around, harass them, annoy them. And I guess it's probably why they get so many people all at once. Because, that you know, there's something, I, I guess I pose a threat of something. But I have to be monitored according to them. I'm just, I just have to be watched. You know, and like other other uh, target individuals, they have to be watched. They have to be monitored. They have their phones tapped. They have their clothes destroyed. All that kind of stuff, and that that really goes on. I did a podcast before about this. Um, I think sometime last year because I didn't know what was going on, but now I can see how it's going. I see what's working. I see how it operates, and now that is just what um, I'm. I'm just very very sharp and more and more aware, and. Um, if you go in and go get a mental health 
uh, diagnosis, which is something that they you definitely don't want to do because you're going to lose all cred- credibility. No one's going to want to believe you. And uh, anytime you tell someone that you are a targeted individual, you are dismissed and disbelieved. You know, but this is something that is very, very realistic and it definitely does happen and happens a lot more uh, often, uh, you know, to people who are outspoken, who are have strong uh, political views and stuff like that. And there's other things that other reasons why people um, get gang stalked. And I'm sure Colin Kaepernick is probably facing that as well, considering that, you know, he's, you know, kneeling for the national anthem. And like I said, some people just don't like the truth. And that is what it is. But in the U.S. Constitution, you have a freedom of speech, you know, and sometimes the truth makes people uncomfortable. You know, when people when when um, people expose the truth, what happens to people? You know, they 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 want to silence you. They want to shut you up. They don't want to hear anything from you. And some people, some people die. You know, let's just keep it real here, because that's what my show was about, keeping it real. You know, and um, in order for us to live in peace and harmony, I think that we need to just respect that the, the truth sometimes is going to hurt. You know, it's it's blistering truth, but you can't you cannot silence people um, from speaking out. You know, uh, considering that that's a violation of the First Amendment, you know, everybody has the right to to speak their mind. Everybody has the right to say whatever they want to say. And everybody has the right to be secure in their own persons. I believe that's a Fourth Amendment, you know. Um, uh, So they they do sometimes some illegal surveillance, you know, Um, like when I was in my apartment, that is what was going on. I had illegal surveillance in my apartment and that was not right. My every move and everything that I was being everything that I was doing was being monitored. It shouldn't have been, you know, that is illegal. Everybody has a right to privacy. And so another way to identify a perpetrator is um, a lot of times, you know, these people coming out of nowhere, they they oftentimes want to help you with something. They want to, they say, I want to help you with this. I want to help you with that. And it's like, why are you so eager to help somebody you don't even know anything about? I don't understand that, you know, instead of focusing on your own life, help yourself, help you. But that is, again, that is just another way of them painting it on to try to make it seem like that they are a really good person when they're really not. You know, I'm a very independent person and at least I try to be for the most part you know and I like to get stuff um by myself and to to do my own thing um that is how I I like to be and um I really don't like people helping me with certain things certain things are okay and some things are not okay but for the most part I try to get it myself and I don't want to be I mean you cannot buy my independence it's not for sale I'm not going to do that you know, everybody wants to be independent, but I have dreams, I have goals in mind, and I'm trying to get there. And that is what I, I will try to do. Also, um, I wanted to talk about uh, income sabotage, because sometimes they'll do that as well. So one of the things I was uh, was just going to talk about was uh, income sabotage, as I was saying. Um, income sabotage, sometimes like um, I, I take public transportation, sometimes I may be running late if I... Uh, Sometimes if I run late, then I um, I will I will catch a uh, I will call an Uber. But I use public transportation, and um, there that's all connected as well. So they they're controlling that too. So if I'm if I look for a bus or something to come on uh, to arrive at a certain time, and it's not there, it's been 10, 15, 20 minutes. The next thing I will do, I will call an Uber. And sometimes uh, the Uber driver will drive super slow, will drive all around around the world before you know. Um, before I get to my destination. Um, and that, w- that was another thing that um, 
what I wanted to bring up and, you know, with, with I'm late, that is, that is money out of, you know, if I'm 15 minutes late, that's 15 minutes of pay that I could have had, you know, had everything run a lot smoother, but that is not what they want. That is not what they want to do. But, um, yeah, so I'm hoping, you know, the whole point of me doing this podcast this particular one is because I want to make sure that everyone is listening to this and I want to be able to help somebody else and somebody be like, yeah, I'm going through the same thing. You know, I'm going through the same thing. And that is what I want to be able to inspire other people like, oh, my God, you helped me so much, you know, and that is how uh, that's why I'm trying to get this message out because, you know, this is a lot bigger than a lot of people think. You know, and um, there needs to be something that needs to be done because there are people that are that are trying to reach help and that are um, trying to put an end to this and just go back and live normal lives. But um, as I was saying about the paranoia issue and all this other stuff that that people do, um, you can't call someone paranoid. And I really don't care about it, but especially when you have the evidence to back it up, you know. How is someone going to be paranoid and have this? And yeah, this is going to be happening for years and years and years. There are people that have been targeting individuals 40, 50 years, you know, for a long, long time, you know, and people also, this is another thing I forgot to mention, but um, perpetrators like to are trained to play mind games with you. And that's another thing they may do. So just FYI, they may move something of yours repeatedly over and over and over and try to play this little game with you you know they love to do that they love to confuse you uh they love to make you play detective so you might have something in one spot and then you come back later and it's it's already moved or something of that nature so um but they do love to do that um i once lived in an apartment complex before and um this is before I knew that I was a targeted individual. This is before I knew I was being gang stalked. And um, I had people constantly coming inside of my apartment, uh, making small damages and um, hidden cameras inside of the apartment, hidden cameras behind the, the, the uh, smoke detector. I told the landlady to uh, have the maintenance guy investigate and see what was behind the smoke detector because I was, I was assuming that there was a camera there. Every time I would leave my house, you know, I would go to work and someone would basically drop a hint and tell me about something that they saw me do in my own house. And I was just like, how do they know that? You know, private conversations, intimate moments, all of that kind of stuff. People were witnessing all of that and they shouldn't have been. That is a, a violation of my privacy. So, um, but yeah, it was just crazy. And, and another thing, I think I mentioned this before. I hate when people, when they are doing you wrong. And you bust them out on that and then you call them out and they get angry with you as if you did, if you've done something to them, you cannot do people wrong and then not expect them to react. You can't do people wrong and expect them not to be mad, you know, because technically you're the one that's doing the wrong to them. Nobody's doing you wrong, you know? So for anybody who is listening to this, just know that, you know? Don't do people wrong and everything is going to be okay. So I would say that you need to focus on your own lives and find something else to do. Get a job, get a hobby. But this is just this kind of job. is This is not the way. This is not the way um, to go on with your life. You need to go on with your life 
and find something else better to do because if you're so busy and you have this great life then you would not be following someone around 24-7 with cameras you know you wouldn't be doing that you know you wouldn't be trying to destroy their their another person's quality of life and that is that is what I must say about that but um I'll be right back after this Okay, so I am back. Um, yeah, so a couple of other things I wanted to talk to you guys about was uh, one was about um, there's a there there is some jealousy also too. I wanted to mention this. Um, a lot of times perpetrators, some of them, some of them are felons and some of them are regular people. Not all of them are, but you know, like I said, they can be, be disguised. Anybody. A lot of times when you have uh, more than what they think that you should have, some people have a little bit more than other people, they try to destroy it because they are jealous. You know, they don't want to see you with nothing nice. And that's what they will try to do. They will try to tear you down. Um, And then also you have um, people who um, will, will break into your phone. They will hack your phone. Um, They will track your location with your GPS. If your phone is off, you're still it's still not safe so you may think your your text messages everything they have control over everything and that is what they're doing they're listening in and someone some of them might even be listening to this podcast and that's cool um but yeah they will hack into your phone they will hack into your social media accounts and and they will they will spam you they will troll you and some people um you're just casually just going about your day just like anybody else is doing and so sometimes what they'll do is that they'll someone will come on social media and and um, they will will just say something really negative to you to ruin your day, you know, or they might try to argue with you um, just just, to, you know, insult you at how many attacks or whatnot. And that is just what they'll do. Let me see how I can just ruin your day. I know you're having a good one, you know. And so you have to just kind of be the bigger person. You have to rise above it. You know, you just have to be like, you know, I'm not going to entertain all of that. You know, I'm not going to do it. But yeah, they will hack into your phone as well. Um, and they can get your number and uh, they will start sending you all these computer generated calls. And, you know, they start they start spamming you. They start blowing you up, all that kind of stuff. Um I've had to change my number so many times um, a couple of years ago, and it's just got to be a little too much. Um, But that is what they will do. That is exactly how it is. Um, Another thing, too, I noticed (laughs) uh, was just so funny. Um, Because of all the stuff that is going on with me and other people, I'm a person who has virtually zero trust. I really don't have any trust at all. Okay. And um, I would not leave certain items. When I take my purse and when I take my stuff, I take everything with me. 
you know, even if it's for even if it's for like a short distance, I'm not going to leave my stuff behind uh, for somebody else to watch, you know, or if somebody says, for example, I had someone ask me, I had more than one uh, cell phone charger and uh, he was like, can I borrow your borrow your charger? And I'm like, why are you coming to me asking me for something? You know, you have a job. I have a job when 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 I'm out of something, I just I'm just out of it. I just, I'm, that's just it. But you have your own charger. Why are you coming up to me asking me for a charger when you have your own? I don't understand that. I'm not a person who is coming up in here trying to supply you with items that you, that you need when you have a job. You can buy your own stuff. You know, I don't, that is not how, how I get down like that. I just don't do that. But uh, that's another thing too that they will do. They will, it's so funny how people um, are perpetrators you know, destroying your life, but come to you when they need something, come to you when they want something, come to you for anything, you know, it's just so obvious, but I just, again, I don't entertain that. They just don't feel that, you know, Hey, she doesn't have, she, she's got more than what I have. I don't feel that's fair. I don't think she should have it. You know, everything in my life, and I've said this before, I work very hard for everything that I have in my possession. Um, In the last apartment that I lived in, we had a 65-inch flat-screen TV. And they were so jealous, and they destroyed it. And I could not get it replaced because it was 13 years old. And that was really evil, but that's what they do. That is exactly what they do. They destroy things, puncture holes in things. Um, Yeah, uh, they will also, I forgot to mention this, they will they will cut up your clothes, they will pull, they will find the stitchings in your clothing and pull the threads out. And then when you confront them, confront them about it, they'll say that it's wear and tear. Now, I don't like to spend a lot of money on clothes. I shop at Target and that is just what it is. But I've, I know that I've had stuff to last me for quite a while and I've never ever had threads pulled out of something or threads just my you know shirts and stuff just fall apart just like that I my stuff does last and um that is what it is you know um but yeah so it's just I'm just that person you know after dealing with so much you just become more and more sharp and you become more and more alert and 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 much more attentive to things that happen around you and like I said, these people need help. They really, really need help. Um, I, I believe that these people have no life. They have nothing positive going for themselves. They've not, never done anything big with themselves. And you're channeling your energy into destroying another person's life. And if you're that obsessed with another person's life, then there's obviously something missing from yours. Very, very simple. And I will be right back after this. Welcome back. This is Sierra Tavares Reyes. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about gang stalking again. Uh, this is part three in the series that I'm doing. And um, 
for those of you who do not know what gang stalking is, let me just give you another rundown. The relatively unknown gang stalking, also known as organized stalking and cause stalking, is a covert protocol of harassment and torture, which is widespread in California and around the world. This protocol is characterized by 24-7 surveillance, um, illegal home break-ins, home uh, and personal property and automobile uh, damage, vandalism, theft, pet torture, slander, noise campaigns, chemical assault, income sabotage, electronic harassment, and persistent, um, persistent, never-ending stalking by multiple stalkers. The gang stalking protocol can last for many years and is intended to produce isolation, psychological and physical illness, destitution, homelessness, and incarceration. 70% of the victims are single women. Many victims are also African-American descent. We therefore believe that these organized crimes are the result of hate and prejudice. Gang stalking is also known, excuse me, is also used as a tool of retaliation against whistleblowers and activists. But independent women appear to be the largest group of victims, especially those who have been politically active or who have ended up in abusive relationships. Police un- police appear unwilling or unable to help and some victims report that they are involved most media sources seem reluctant to cover the story though there are many more and more exceptions to this reality if you do an internet search for gang stalking you will find thousands of victims who are crying out for help and hundreds of websites and videos and attempting to expose these crimes you will also find a lot of extreme sounding disinformation that has been placed on the internet by the perpetrators of these crimes for the purpose of discrediting the victims these are well organized attacks on innocent citizens and should not be confused with typical regional gang violence because a lot of people were thinking that okay you know she's talking about gang stalking so she's talking about the word gang gang means in this context we're talking about a lot of people involved that is what we mean in this context so because these crimes are very well funded they have been linked to uh pro and mk ultra former government sponsored programs of illegal experimentation and control but this has not been proven there's also speculation that some of these stalking groups are under the control of homeland security and the process of protecting our committees excuse me our communities from terrorism has been hijacked by criminal elements so this is just really crazy to me that like i said we're going through this it's it wow the there's so much that a lot of people don't know um but like i said this is very much real you know and anyone who tells you that it is not real most likely or if anyone tells you that this is not real or if anybody tells you that you are paranoid then most likely they're probably involved you know so you definitely have to think about those kinds of things um but everything that i was just talking about being you know, uh, outspoken and having strong political views and being an outspoken person is why I became a targeted individual. Um, and that is why people uh, feel the way that they, they do. And uh, like I said, you know, freedom of speech, everybody has it. It's a violation of the U.S. Constitution and it's not going to always be pretty. But 
what can you do so anyway um i think i'm just going to end this series now and uh stay tuned for part four if i come up with any more tidbits i'm sierra tavares reyes have a good night